Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, the most overrated match in WWE history. Bitch! They should take it to 10. I got hoes calling a young nigga fall. Where's Ollie with the motherfucking dog? Bitch! I be ballin' like a motherfucking pro. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Newspaper FM. I am your host Daniel and we are finally back in full swing after Wrestlemania weekend, Wrestlemania week even. Um, we are back from New York. It's it's took a long time to readjust back into normal life. Um, you prepare, you save, you plan for so long, for so many, many months, even, you probably even plan for a year, really, for WrestleMania week, and when it's done, you're back, you're just like, ugh, gotta carry on with normal life, so yeah, um, obviously I was delighted to be back and see my little girl, but back to work, back to real life, Oh, it's taken a long, long time, obviously, the jet lag, getting used to, um, just going to sleep at a normal time, that took me at least a week, um, I actually went back to work the day that we got back, for, or the day after we got back from Wrestlemania, that was, that was a waste of time, but yeah, so, we're back, um, that was it, I've not really had a chance, really, to speak much about Wrestlemania, I hope, now, personally, I've had some pretty decent feedback from our Wrestlemania vlog vlog whatever you want to call it i like to call it a vlog so i'm going to call it a vlog from our wrestlemania vlog wrestlemania 35 diaries and um, i had some decent feedback for it i myself i wasn't particularly too overjoyed with it i didn't think it was really that good to be honest could have done a lot more but it was just i don't know being over there being in the swing of wrestlemania it was hard to well, there was four of us staying in the same place i had a non-wrestling friend with us who was, um, he was testing, <laughs> was my mate G, um, but yeah, so obviously, there was that much going on, all the tourism stuff, which, as I'm sure if you watch the vlog, you'll realise I have no care in the world for tourism, it doesn't interest me one bit, I go for the wrestling and wrestling related activities, so... For me, the tourism doesn't interest me, but if there wasn't so much tourism going on, I probably would have had a chance to do more recordings. I hope you enjoyed it. I, th I think we gave you a little bit of an insight of what it is like to attend one of these WrestleMania weeks. Um, what you didn't see was all the... The, oh, the New York subway system really is a pain in the arse. I mean... Honestly, when we first arrived, we had two suit, three suitcases between two of us, and it, it was a ball ache. Get, getting from, I think we was getting from JFK to Jamaica Queens, and then changing from there to Penn Street, going from there to Jersey City where we were staying. It was a real, real big job. 
Um, so yeah, so if you babbling a little bit there, but if you've not checked it out and you want to see, I love vlogs usually from WrestleMania. If you want to check out the vlog, just search wrestling newspaper on YouTube and you will find each day of our vlog. I think I'm one day short of finishing it, the day where we basically went to Raw SmackDown Access, but everything else is up there. Um, our arrival, our day at WrestleCon. Um, the Friday Rev Pro in NXT, the Saturday, which was probably the highlight of the trip, which was watching Birmingham Leeds in Legends Bar in New the centre of New York. Um, we then went to go and watch football match between New York City and Montreal Impact, followed by New Japan MSG. Um, myself and Danny have reviewed that show in full for you. That is just if you just go back to our to our library, you will see that G1 Supercard review. Um, I was hoping to be able to do a show with Danny today, but he has other commitments as it's turned out. So I thought I'd just stick the microphone in, do a little bit of recording. Oh, I can honestly, right, since WrestleMania, since getting back from WrestleMania, I have never watched as much wrestling in my life. Now, while we were there, we went to one, two, went to four independent shows. And mm, I'm not quite sure that we picked the correct ones, really, looking back. I mean, I've got back and I've watched some of these indie shows. Some of them are, mm, they're alright, but some are excellent. So I'm just going to quickly point you in the direction of two indie shows in particular that I've highlighted that I loved watching back. For me, the show of the weekend, it was absolutely fantastic was at White Eagle Hall in New Jersey, which is heartbreakingly only half a mile away from where we were staying, and we didn't even get to go to White Eagle Hall. It looked a great venue. Unfortunately, I decided to go to NXT on the night the show was on, and I know everybody loved NXT, but Joey Janela's Spring Break 3 Part 1 blew it out of the water for me. What a fantastic show this was. Definitely, whatever you do, I've never watched a Joey Janela Spring Break before, whatever you do, make sure you go out of your way to watch this show. Some of the matches on this show were excellent. The opener was probably the match of the night. That was Joey Janela himself. Um, he was facing Marco Stunt. The story was both of them were returning from broken legs. That was a crazy, a great match. Um, we also had the one-legged man um, in action. So make sure you go and watch that match. That was that was a crazy match, really. We had some others. It was just a great range of stuff on the show. We had an absolutely... I'm not a big fan of death matches, but the main event... Uh, is it Takeda against um, Jimmy Lloyd in the main event? That was a crazy match. Make sure you just make sure you watch the show. I'm not going to review it in detail because I, I just don't have any notes. I watched the show. I can I watched it about a week and a half ago now. Don't have any notes, but make sure you watch that show. Um, I'm devastated we didn't go. Um, now another show which. Basically, we I go to Fight Club Pro. I went there this weekend. Um, we went to their show in um, was it Jamaica Queens near there? Um, we went to their show basically out of loyalty. I wasn't a big fan of the card. However, I understand how hard it is to get talent. Um, working your show. There's that many shows going on. So I went to the Fight Club Pro versus Destiny show. Um, it wasn't Fight Club Pro's best show, shall we say? Um, and at that time. We was going to go to Bloodsport, but we wasn't sure if we'd make it from Bloodsport 
all the way to the Hilton for the WrestleCon Super Show. Now, as it turned out, for those of you who watched the Super Show, um, there was a delay in the ambulance, I think, to the building, so they delayed WrestleCon Super Show. So, in fact, we would have made it to Bloodsport, from Bloodsport, sorry, to the WrestleCon Super Show. Bloodsport, yet again, I think that was at White, it was, it was at White Eagle Hall, right across from us. Idiots, two of the best independent shows, two of the best shows full stop of WrestleMania week, right on our front doorstep, and we didn't attend. Um, however, I did have fun watching these back. Um, you had a great match with um, Jonathan Gresham. I think he was against Takeda, actually. Um, the guy who faced Jimmy Lloyd in the death match. That was just a great... If you, for people who don't know it, um, Bloodsport is basically... It's Josh Barnett that's doing it this year. Matt Riddle ran it last year in New Orleans. It's basically... It's just like a work shoot, basically. It's all about submissions. It is really good. If you like that sort of stuff, if you're not into the flippy-dippy bullshit, which I am, to be fair, but if you're not into the flippy stuff and you like your old-school style of wrestling, I think you will enjoy this. I say it's a worked shoot style. Um, the, the main event of the show was Josh Barnett versus Minoru Suzuki. For me, probably the best independent match I saw, well, when I got home, I saw all week, great match, great match, um, they go to a 30, was it 20 minute, 20 minute, a 30 minute draw, I think it might have been 20 minute, a 20 minute draw, um, they do five minutes overtime, and it still ends in a draw, it was just a great match, four and three quarter range, for that one, and assuming I go to WrestleMania next year, which is up in the air, as I kind of have something else, to pull out my sleeve for next year's wrestling calendar, but probably will go to Tampa if we do. Bloodsport will be one of the first shows that I get tickets for, and definitely for Joey Janela as well. So make sure you check out those two independent shows. Um, I'll talk more in depth about the shows that we went to, uh, Rev Pro, WrestleCon Super Show, when I do the WrestleMania Diaries with Danny, I'm not sure when that'll take place, obviously we need a good three hours, a three hour window or something to discuss that, um, if you want an indication of what that will be like then, we, I have done a WrestleMania 31 podcast recently, a WrestleMania 33 podcast with Danny, and a WrestleMania 34 podcast with Danny and Sean. And they are in our archives, so make sure you check those shows out. Three brilliant shows, if I must say so myself. We go into detail about those WrestleMania trips and what it was like attending them first hand. Right, so I've run through some of the independent shows for you. Um, I want to say thanks firstly to Martin, who did a full review of WrestleMania for the Wrestling Newspaper FM channel um, the day after WrestleMania, I believe. Um, I really was a bit disappointed I didn't manage to get one done myself. Um, so, with that said, I am now going to get into my thoughts on WrestleMania 35. I haven't watched it back. I've watched two of the matches back. Um, but obviously my perspective from being there live, right, so I'll just get into the show, I won't talk in big detail about it, but Tony Nese beat Buddy Murphy live, this was this was a good match, um, it was fine, it was everything you'd expect from a 205 live match, condensed into a shorter period of time than usual, this was fine live, um, the Wrestlemania Women's Battle Royal, which Carmella won, um, now, Live, you were looking at some of the competitors in this match. Live, it was hard to tell. They didn't give Kyrie Zane um, an entrance, 
So it was hard to tell that she was in the match. Um, I can't even think. My mind has gone completely blank. Johnny Gargano's wife, which we've been told not to call her, Johnny Gargano's wife was in there as well. Um, she we didn't know she was in there either um, because they didn't give her her own music and we was that far away. Um, Carmella won this match. It was fine. It was for the pre-show. Um, the other pre-show matches, Hawkins and Ryder beat The Revival. Um, it was quite a long match. This 13 minutes, 20 seconds this match went. It was fine. Hawkins and Ryder got a big pop for the win. Um, and then to wrap up the pre-show, we had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. If you watched our prediction show, which we did on the WrestleMania Diaries vlog, um... I predicted Braun Strowman in this. He was 8-1 to one to win this match, which means if you put £10, $10 on it, you will get 90 back. So he was an outsider for this match, but for me, I thought it was pretty obvious that he was going to win, uh, which he did. Um, on to the main show. Now, that we had a spectacular opening with the helicopters flying above. Um, we had the American National Anthem, which, obviously, is someone who is, isn't American. I'm not really going to sing myself. I think... I think um, I think Paul had a good go at it, a good go at singing that. I remember looking to my right and seeing Paul singing the American National Anthem. Um, the show started with Hulk Hogan coming out, bit of a mixed reaction. I don't know how that came across on TV. Um, there was a lot of racist chants around where we were sitting anyway, especially from Neil. Um, but yeah, this was just to get Hulk Hogan on the show, wasn't it? Um, the only match is Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar. I don't know, I was kind of looking forward to an actual proper match between these two. However, WWE did book it right because, as I would spoke about before this show, I'm pretty sure that Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, wouldn't have really been over with the crowd. I don't think the crowd would have been allowed for this match. But because it opened the show, because they booked it how they did, the match itself went 2 minutes 30 seconds, 3 curb stomps, whatever it was. And the crowd popped big for it. It was a big pop in the crowd when Seth Rollins won that match. Um, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Now, this match will be forever known as the match where the lights were shining in the fans' faces. We couldn't see a thing. Well, I could see a little bit, but nobody else could. A lot of other people couldn't in the building. So we got the please turn the lights out chance going. Eventually, eventually. It was a problem of all the WWE shows, in fact, the lights being on. Um, had it at Raw. I think there was a chance going on at Raw for it. Didn't notice it too much at SmackDown. But yeah, um, Styles defeated Orton. It was an okay match. It was okay uh, we had a fatal four-way tag team. There's so many damn matches on this show uh, that, quite honestly, I've just forgotten about. Um, this was actually pretty good. I've seen reviews and it being pretty good. I think I went to go and get some food, some overpriced food, that is, at MetLife Stadium. Um, so, yeah, the Usos retained the titles, didn't they? Only to lose them on SmackDown two nights later. Um, Shane McMahon beat The Miz. This was hard to see live. Uh, obviously, you couldn't really see much at all. There was nothing. The, the big screen wasn't really doing much for us. Um, obviously, the match ended with the suplex from 15 feet high in the air to give Shane the win. The rest this WrestleMania for me, it was there wasn't a lot of bad on it until towards the end of the show, but. It, it was good. I can't... My reaction from coming home from it that night and the day afterwards, yeah, it was fine. 
it was a good show, probably one of the best WrestleManias I've been to, but that doesn't say a lot because I've been to some pretty average WrestleManias. These WrestleManias, I've started going in the era where they're just too damn long. Do you know what I mean? By the time um, the Iconics beat the Boss and Hulk connection, weird name, um, for the, in the Fatal 4-Way tag for the women's tag match, we've been in there for nearly four hours, been in there for longer, and it's just, it's a long time, um, I don't have time to run, I, I have time, but I just, I'm no interest in running through half these matches, they're a waste of time, let's be honest, I'm pretty sure everyone is in agreement, most of these matches were a waste of time, before WrestleMania happened, we all knew that there was so much driveling on the card that could have happened on any throwaway Raw or SmackDown, at Samoa Joe beating Rey Mysterio in a minute, just, just, why, just don't bother, just don't bother, we had the match of the night, the greatest match I've seen live at a WrestleMania anyway, I've been to 31, 33, 34, this was the best match that I've seen live out of any of them, it was Kofi Kingston beating Daniel Bryan to win the WWE Championship, I'd said many times before in the vlog and to Martin, no way was Kofi Kingston not winning this match. That proved to be correct. Kofi wins the match. I think it was it with the Trouble in Paradise. Um, but Brian, Brian was up. This was the best performance Brian has had since he's been back. And he's had some great performances. Um, but yeah, Brian was amazing in this match. Kofi himself was absolutely fantastic in this match. Um, it was just a great match. This is a classic WrestleMania match for me. Um, I put a poll up when I got back to the UK after to the UK. It's fucking England to England after WrestleMania, and um, basically the poll was: Was this match the best WWE match in years? Um, more of you said yes than no. Obviously, there's a few idiots you're always going to get going. Oh, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins from Raw 26 December. 2017, great match, great, oh, fuck off, so yeah, this match was the best match, I'm sorry, the pro for me it was probably the best match since Brock Lesnar against Seth Rollins against John Cena from the Royal Rumble 2015, um, I saw people say Cena versus AJ from the Rumble in 2017, um, not for me, that match was a finisher spammed match, it was a good match, but it was a four star at best match, Probably the best match that I've seen in WWE since the triple threat at the Royal Rumble was arguably the Ronda Rousey debut where she teamed with Kurt to take on Stephanie and Triple H. Um, but yeah, great match. I'm glad they gave Kofi his big moment. The crowd popped huge for this. They were buzzing. It took them about 5-10 minutes to get into the match. Um, which was surprising at the start, but yeah, they went apeshit when Kofi won the title, I'm a huge Daniel Bryan fan, but I was glad he lost the title, because the story made sense for Kofi to win, now the problem was with this, aside from the Becky Lynch thing, this, Kofi winning the title was the only other thing the fans cared about on the show, it was, it was Kofi and Becky, the only thing, Seth, it was just open the show, then it got a big pop, nobody really cared about Seth, Let's be honest, leading into the show, it was all about would Kofi win, would Becky win. So, you got the high of the Kofi win, and then you were followed by five matches that destroyed this crowd. I was there live, I was still keeping going, but people were complaining around us about how long the show went. They were like, oh, I've got work tomorrow, and I'm thinking, fucking hell, there's people sat in, the, in England watching this at five in the morning, you're complaining about being up at 11 o'clock. Um, yeah, so we had Joe and Mysterio 
Roman Reigns beating Drew McIntyre. Now, that match finished off the crowd. They were deadly silent during this match. They were trying to start waves. Nobody cared about this match. Uh, Roman actually got booed. I believe it didn't come across on the VOD or on the network, whatever you want to call it. But Roman did get booed. Let that be on the record. Roman was booed at WrestleMania. Simple as that. Um, We had Triple H defeating Batista in a 24-minute match. Triple H... He gets the longest match on the show out of these 16 matches. If we'd have gone into WrestleMania 10, the longest match out of these, what, 16, 15 matches would be Triple H versus Batista. I would have shook my head. People were very unhappy around us during this match, complaining. Um, I didn't mind the match as much as anyone else thought it was okay. It's a WrestleMania-type match, at least, unlike the two matches before it, and unlike... Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, which has no business being on a WrestleMania card. So, yeah, this match was slow. Um, Batista got the match that he wanted. It will just be forgotten about. There's so many matches on this show that are going to be forgotten about. Um, But, yeah, at the time, I thought this was a really good show. When I'm sat with this card in front of me, to me, if there's 16 matches and there's only two that I wanted to go back and rewatch, it probably wasn't a good show. I think a lot of the reaction that I've seen was, oh, great WrestleMania. But people, rightly or wrongly, base how good a show is on who wins the matches. Where for me, that's not me. That's not what I'm in. That's not what I'm about. I'm not. I might get annoyed by who wins a match sometimes. But for me, people are like, oh, best show ever. Yay, Seth won, Kofi won, Becky won. I've sat through eight hours of shit wrestling. But hey, at least they won this fake this fake match do you know what i mean it's just like i want to have good matches the problem was for me leading into the show i had been to wrestlecom the bigger problem is i had watched the utter brilliance from new japan the night before the classic kazuchika okada (laughs) okada against jay white an unbelievable match unbelievable match watched it back that match is not getting the credit it deserves. A five-star classic. Kota Ibushi versus Naito. Incredible to see. Someone who sees WWE live, who's been to WrestleManias, seeing these New Japan guys live was a different kettle of fish completely. These guys are on another level. They're given a platform to be able to go out there and do stuff that in WWE they aren't able to do. Um, so yeah, so where were we? I was bitching about something. So yeah, so the Kofi Brian match was a one match show. How can a sixteen card match, sixteen match card, sorry, be a one match show? But it was. It was a one match show. The main event. I'm not going to talk about Baron Corbin Kurt Angle because it was irrelevant. When I'm glad for. I'm not. What am I glad about? I'm glad for Kurt. What that he faced Baron Corbin in his last match. Forgettable. Balor Lashley. Could have took place on main event for all I care. Forgettable. Do you know what I mean? 300 quid a ticket. Are they taking the piss with some of this shite that's on this card? Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. By the time this 16th match came around, well done WWE. You'd successfully got nobody in the building to give a shit about this match, which came across on TV. Nobody cared. There was no heat about it. Nothing. They completely messed up this card. WrestleMania needs to be 10 matches maximum. At the very maximum. Cut off these stupid battle royals. Who is at my door at this time? I'll be right back. Hello, I'm back. Some fucking idiot. How dare he come in here and disrupt my show? My show! 
Oh, I was I was really on one then. I can't even remember what I was talking about. Tip door knocker. Fucking door knocker coming round. Right, hey, can I speak to the homeowner, please? Fuck off. Um, right, so we are back on this professional broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think I was bitching about WrestleMania, weren't I? Yeah, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. Uh, nobody give a shit, which is so sad, really. The first ever women's main event. I spent $35 on a t-shirt with this main event on the front, thinking it might be worth something in a few years. Well, that was a stupid idea. Worth nothing. The match itself was all, it was pretty good, actually. The match itself was good. But WWE just did a fantastic job of getting nobody to care about the match. How did they manage that? Becky Lynch and Ronda was so over. And to all the people, to all the people, to Martin, to everyone, look at a triple threat match. Well, you were all wrong, weren't you? Because... Nobody cared. If this had been Ronda versus Becky, one-on-one, this is the last time I'm going to rant about this, but if this had been a one-on-one match, I am telling you right now, the crowd would have cared. But no, you threw Charlotte Flair in there. Nobody give a shit. Nobody in that building gave a shit about this match. And I'm guessing, in fact, I don't need to guess because I've rewatched it, that definitely came across on TV that nobody cared. Obviously, they were hindered by the fact that this show was just ridiculously long. As I'm guessing, you can be pretty, you can tell from, if you've listened to the last 25 minutes, I'm feeling a bit down on WWE right now, you could say. Um, Basically, so, we went to about six other wrestling shows that weren't WWE. They were all great live experiences, However, WrestleMania was a great live experience, yeah. NXT, this NXT show, everyone is saying, oh, best show ever, best show ever. The crowd were hot. I was in that building, yeah. I was in that building, and I'm telling you right now, the people opposite the hard cam were going apeshit. They were trying to get themselves over, blah, blah, blah. They were hot, yeah. I'm telling you, I was where the hard cam was. So I was where all you NXT superstars are taught for months to stare at, yeah. I was there. At that side. And I'm telling you right now. The crowd there weren't making a dicky bird. There was nothing. There was no noise. There was no nothing. People spent half of the matches on the phone. Now I'm not going to go into huge detail about the show. But I will run through it. Seeing I've just run through Wrestlemania. Um, I don't want to run anymore about Wrestlemania. It will be forever re- remembered as Kofi Mania. And the other 15 matches. They'll be remembered for the main event. Won't it I guess. But. Yeah, I do not. It was be remembered for the women's main event. I'm sure we'll see video package of this wonderful, fantastic moment for years to come. But it'll be remembered as Kofi Mania. It'll be remembered as the night where Daniel Bryan showed he is the best wrestler, Bonon, in the WWE. Johnny Gargano, give me a break. Right, so onto this NXT show, Johnny Gargano's good, by the way, but he is not Daniel Bryan. So the War Raiders we had in the opening match, they beat Alistair Black and Ricochet. This match was the match of the night live. It was an amazing, amazing match. It was fantastic. I really enjoyed this match. Velvet, I'd probably first start you star rating, guys. Four and a half stars. Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. Now, the crowd here, they just didn't care for Matt Riddle. They were too busy obsessing over the overrated Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I said it, the overrated Velveteen Dream He's good in the ring. He's got a good character, but he's not the next coming of the rock. Okay? Velveteen Dream beat Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle should have won this match for me. It was a good match. Let's leave it that. It was good. Now, Walter versus Pete Dunn. 
live, I believe, on TV at least, I believe it came across as a great match. In the building, it was very good, but it was in front of the wrong crowd. These idiots did not have a clue how to react to proper wrestling. They were sat there on their phones, as I've said. They were call, telling Walt, people around us, showing, Walter, go on a diet. Walter, have a protein shake. Loads of tip. Honestly, I cannot explain the experience of being in an arena full of WWE fans. It is It's not a fun experience. There's some absolute morons in the crowd at these WWE events. Some proper morons and that is being polite at wrestlemania it's not as bad but at the nxt shows the raw the smackdowns oh ugh. why do i travel the world to watch this because i love wrestling <laughs> not that you'd think by listening to this but yeah so walter versus pete Dunne. it was a very good match probably three and three quarters four stars people are calling it an, an amazing match obviously i need to watch it back live it was very good but it's hard, to, you can't pick up on all the proper technical stuff when you've got WWE fans around just shouting, Adam Cole, baby! Just not, you just can't, it's just not the right environment. I think for NXT next year, I will do what everybody else planned on doing. And that is just watch it in the hotel room or something, because I, I just can't be asked being surrounded by these idiots. Um, so yeah, that. But another note is Walter did not have a clue what he was doing here. The amount of times after the match, the referee had to make him look at the hard cam was unbelievable. Um, so, well, the women's match, yeah, it was fine. And then we come now, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, the most overrated match in WWE history. Two out of three falls for the NXT title. 38 minutes this match went. 38 minutes. And I'm telling you, for the first 25, maybe 22, nobody cared at all it was boring to people everyone around us you can ask the guy that was with me everyone around us at this point weren't even watching the match they were on the phone they only started caring after the first two falls i believe Meltzer gave it five and a half stars and labeled it the best ever wwe match it wasn't even the best match on this show it was very good the third fall was excellent the third fall don't get me wrong it was excellent. The crowd were buzzing for it. There were some great near falls. It wasn't on the level of Okada, JY, or Ibushi Night or the following night. But nonetheless, it was great. That third fall was fantastic. However, how can you call a match the greatest match in WWE history when the opening half, at least, of the match, nobody cared about? I hate WWE just can't book two out of three falls matches. They have people lose to stuff that they wouldn't normally lose with. It, they have the attitude of, right, we've got a two out of three falls match. Let's get these first two falls out of the way of as quick as possible. That's not the point of a two out of three falls match. It just isn't the point. But WWE, that's how they do things. So yeah, this match, I, I feel like I'm shitting on the show. I'm not. It was a good show. It was a very good show. But when I'm getting out and I mean, oh, the greatest show ever... It wasn't. I was there live. It it wasn't. Nobody in that building was leaving that show like, oh, we've just seen a great show. They just weren't. It it was a it was a good show. That's it. It wasn't as good as WrestleCon the night before. For me, at least. NXT, WWE as a live experience attending the shows for me. I bet some idiot. Well, I bet you're all thinking, oh, well, don't bother going then. I go basically as much for the indie shows as I do for anything right now. This NXT show was very good, but 
it, it wasn't a classic show. There's been better NXT shows, put it that way. Um, but yeah, there was some very good matches. The opener was absolutely fantastic. One of the matches of the weekend. Um, but I still think that main event was a tad overrated. And I'll tell you one thing. Daniel Bryan against Kofi Kingston was twice the match Gargano Adam Cole was. So yeah, so that's my thoughts on NXT. I've buried NXT. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I've given my thoughts on WrestleMania. Um, I'd like to Raw and SmackDown. I don't really want to get into. They weren't fun shows either. The booking for the main event. Let's not even get started. I, oh, there's only one guy chanting AEW from the video that I put up. No, it wasn't. It was the whole half of the arena chanting AEW. That is what Vince McMahon booking does to you. It gets an entire arena, a half of arena of your fans that have flown the entire length of the world, the country chanting for another promotion well done Vince you are an idiot right so don't really know what else I want to talk about I've talked about the shows that I've said to go and watch Bloodsport go and watch Joey Janela um, two great shows the, obviously the New Japan show minus the Ring of Honor stuff was absolutely out of this world fantastic stuff um, I was going to actually talk about some other stuff that I've watched this week some big topics we went to Fight Club Pro last weekend Myself and Danny of the House of Honor podcast. We went to Fight Club Pro on Saturday. The vlog is up on our YouTube channel if you are interested in checking out that video. Uh, documenting our journey there. Showing a little bit of the action while I was there. Really good vlog. So thanks for Danny for doing that one. Um, so yeah, just check out the vlogs. I, I hope you all enjoy them. I, say, I did take a bit of time out to do these vlogs. Um, so yeah, I hope hopefully you all enjoy them. Um, now, if you've made it this far, I just want to quickly plug that we will be going for the Love of Wrestling convention on Saturday. Big shout out to those guys for sorting us out. Um, you can expect appearances from The Undertaker. There's a live Q&A from Chris Jericho, um, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. The list is endless. Booker T, um, Eric Bischoff with 83 weeks go. To this show, if you're from the UK, anywhere near Liverpool, it is worth going. Go and visit, just Google for the love of wrestling and it will come up there. Convention, we will probably be doing another vlog for that convention at the weekend. So yeah, we're smashing out on the vlogs, maybe not so much with the podcast, but hey. Um, just another quick note, um, while I was at WrestleMania, me and Danny had a bit of talk. Um, we're going to try and stick to a solid formula of shoot talk on a Tuesday Um Nitro Listen, Nitro Listen that is on a Thursday, I think Sean's going to be trying to do it, and me and Danny are going to be doing our own weekly show released every Sunday, so every Sunday you will have the Wrestling Newspaper Weekly, so make sure you check that, we will discuss everything we have watched from the previous week of wrestling, we're not going to define it to just one certain subject, but with the things you are likely to hear about, we'll briefly touch on Raw and Smackdown, I probably myself might do I don't know, do do we, I just can't be arsed with at the moment, um, but we will be doing, two, Danny religiously watches 205 Live, so I'm going to go out of my way to watch 205 Live, we might discuss a bit of MLW, we will certainly be discussing New Japan Pro Wrestling, the best wrestling company on the planet right now, Um so yeah, so join us for that Wrestling Newspaper Weekly. We'll be discussing all the latest news in the world of professional wrestling. Um, every Sunday, that show will be released. You should wake up Sunday morning. That show should be out for you starting this Sunday, 
touch wood. And obviously, Danny is a busy guy, but we're going to try and get that out for you. Every Sunday, Wrestling Newspaper Weekly. Um, I hope I've not put too many people in a bad mood through my incessant bitching about WrestleMania and NXT, but I felt like I had to do a show to get my thoughts. I'm bitched about everything. There were some great indie shows. The New Japan show was great. NXT was good, but just very, very overrated as usual. Um, and WrestleMania was, well, it was WrestleMania, wasn't it? But hey, we got the classic Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan match. Um, some of the matches over WrestleMania weekend that I'm just going to quickly point out to go and watch. Um, obviously, got Bryan against Kofi. Yeah. From a Rev Pro show, you might not have seen this match. It was Will Ospreay and Minoru Suzuki. Not Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay, sorry, teaming up with Tanahashi to take on. Well, my, my mind is going blank. <sighs> It was Zack Sabre and Minoru Suzuki taking on Will Ospreay and Tanahashi from Rev Pro. Go and check that match out. That was a great match. Obviously, you all know about the New Japan matches. Kofi Bryan, go and check that out. Definitely the opening NXT match. Um, Joey Janela against Marco Stunt in the opening match of the Joey Janela Spring Break show. Minoru Suzuki, um, he took... On Josh Barnett in the main event of Bloodstock. That was a great match. Uh, the Jonathan Gresham match that was on the Bloodstock show, Bloodsport show, also a great match. Go and check out Scott Steiner versus Hornswoggle. That was a amusing match, you could say. But yeah, so honestly, I know I've slagged off a bit of WrestleMania. That's just the WWE stuff mainly. There's some good WWE stuff, but honestly, I can't remember a weekend where I've watched so many great matches. It was a pleasure. It was a great experience to be there. If you want to listen to some more bitching, some more praise about some of the matches we saw, me and Danny will be doing a WrestleMania 35 Diaries at some point. If not... Catch us on Sunday when we will be doing a wrestling newspaper weekly discussing everything from this week. And I've got a lot to talk about. That stupid Bray Wyatt segment. Kevin Owens turning heel two weeks too soon. A great Ibushi Zack Sabre Jr. match. The state of WWE. Our experience at Fight Club Pro. New Japan. Everything will be discussed. 205 Live. So join myself and Danny for Wrestling Newspaper Weekly on Sunday. I'm Daniel. See you later.